I'm Bill McMinn, Senior Pastor of Beagleville Bible Church, and this is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's Word, breaking it down, making it practical to everyday living, and we love to do it. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life, this is what we're all about. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast here with Steve Sargent. Appreciate you being here with me, buddy. Thank you. So glad to be here. I know. I'm always glad to have you here. Well, I'm always glad to be here. I mean, no, now, this is the podcast, all right, we're doing. You are the only, right now, non-pastor at Eagleville on this podcast. <laughs> now that we moved away from the radio show, I, I had to keep you here with oh, me, Thank man. you. Thank I you do. for taking me with you. No, I love it. I, 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 love, I look forward to seeing you. Likewise. I do. I look forward to seeing you. I look forward to talking to you. I When I write these shows, I look forward to hearing what you're going to say about it as we go through the show, because I know I'm going to get some comment or great story or something like that. So no, I really, really look forward to it. Now, we've probably been on uh, both sides of the patience thing, because we're going to talk about anger and patience uh, today. And so as you think about it, there, there are probably times where you've been ticked about things. And what I have found is some of the most vivid memories that I have in life are times I've been upset. Either I've been upset at my kids or somebody was upset at me. And these get kind of, I don't know, what would you say? Uh, tattooed into your memories oh, yeah. uh, emblazoned uh, pretty good. So a lot of emotion when we're really, really, really upset. And I'm kind of a hard person to upset to that point of anger. But get me going, and I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> Once you get started, you're hard to stop, huh? I'm hard like a lawnmower. Yeah, until, you, until I run out of gas. I'm, I'm, I'm famous for this. When I'm really upset, I don't tell you once. I'll tell you 10 times. I'll tell you the same thing 10 times in a row. That's how I do it. <laughs> Me too. So what are people angry about these days? What well, do you not, think? People are angry over a battery of things, but probably right now, the most common thing people are angry over, their employment situation. Okay. Um, you know, having to be quarantined or not being able to go live their normal lives because right. of the quarantine um, that's in effect across different parts of the country and in most part of the country, our lives are different right now right. the past six weeks or so. And it's become, we get angry over it. You have kids at home that parents that aren't teachers trying to teach their kids, you know, they send them to school every day for that. Right. And now you're suddenly having to basically watch or help them do all that daily at home. Well, that could lead to a little frustration. What I see anger about, too, is just differences of opinions. Oh, in other words, now yeah. they came out with a mask thing in Ohio. And the first day was, you know, no mask, no service, no exception. Next day was, no, yeah, you don't have to. And then the next day was kind of like a middle position between the two. And that's frustrating for me a little bit. But then if you are one that even just said, well, why didn't we have to ask it before? Oh, obviously you want to kill older people. No, I was just asking a question. <laughs> <laughs> so I see, I see a lot of anger, I guess, in yes, social sir. media too. And maybe it stems from, like you said, it's just frustration at the whole situation. It's financial mm -hmm. losses. It's yeah. just, uh, maybe there's just a grumpiness that's kind of going around. But before this, look, we still struggle with anger. It's not like oh, yeah. COVID-19 came along and all of a sudden we have anger issues. I mean, obviously we've been having anger issues right along. Right. So how does frustration Frustration play into anger, do you figure? Well, when people get angry, we being angry is kind of like being under the influence of drugs or alcohol. Right. We sort of lose our normal way of thinking. Right. We become intoxicated. Um, and we will do things, say things that we wouldn't normally say because of our anger. Right. 
And um, that can be frustrating you right. know, because we're frustrated. Now, we anger usually gets to that point after a length of time we've right. built up. We've, we've earned that right in our minds to right. just blow up, you know, right. blow our top by then. It's kind of like a trash can. You have no trash in it. You drop a piece of paper in it. I drop a piece of paper in it. Mark drops a piece of paper in it. Well, we keep doing that all day. Then you come along and you put the one on there that's going to cause that trash to overflow. Right. Now we've got a problem. Right, exactly. I was just the final drop that overflowed the bucket, basically, is what you're saying. I, I think frustration plays in, too, because a lot of times we're a lot of us are goal-driven. And so if you have a goal and somebody's blocking your goal, that leads to frustration, leads to pain, leads to anger. Mm -hmm. Usually when you're in pain, you're also angry. So, I mean, I think that's, a, that's an issue, too. Yes, so that kind of frustration, uh, let's say if you're trying to get here and you think you're going to be here, and I don't, how long does it take you to get here? 15 minutes, 20 minutes? Um, about 17, I guess. I had to go to Jefferson first, so I came from Jefferson. Right, okay, so 17 minutes exactly. Thanks, Steve. So, you know, you're going to be here 17 minutes. And if, if someone slows you down, it's going to be 18 minutes. You might be starting to get ticked yep. because your goal has been blocked. And a lot of times anger comes from this and we don't even know why we're getting angry. It's because we set a goal in our head that yep. didn't even need to be there in the first place. And because we didn't get to it, we started to get frustrated and that led to anger. Now, there are some uh, great patterns, you know, as we talk about anger. And I think one of the first things that I want to say is Anger isn't sin in and of itself. Is mm -hmm. not sometimes there's a right you have a right to be angry. Uh, your spouse yes. treats on you and cheats on you, and uh, you're angry about it. Yeah, absolutely. Why wouldn't you be angry about it? There's injustice. Somebody abused a kid. We ought to be upset about right. that kind of stuff, right? That's right. You, well, how did Jesus Christ respond to the money changers in the temple? He began to uh, bring out the old whipping stick. Exactly. Put a whooping on him. That's what he did. Uh, Moses and the Ten Commandments, he broke them. Uh, there's frustration, like we already said, over some of the restrictions, you know, because it's kind of like not our way of life. Like mm -hmm. the American way of life is choice. I mean, that's what we've understood yeah. freedom to be. Right now, you can't decide to go, well, I want to go to a ball game or not. I want to go to mm -hmm. a restaurant or not. I want to go to the gym or not. These are choices that have already been made. So sometimes I think that gets a little frustration, okay. frustrating because we already have an idea in our head of how it should be laid out. And not saying that we shouldn't make changes to protect the elderly. Because anytime you, you express frustration with the way it is, people assume you don't care. No, I'm not saying I'm not doing those things. I'm not saying I'm just, I'm, obviously I want to help the elderly sure. and, and we care about people. We're just understanding where we're at. Right. And why people are still frustrated. So I, I think there's that kind of stuff, too. And then there's a verse in First Samuel eleven six. When Saul heard their words, the spirit of God came powerfully on him and he burned with anger, burned with anger. And yeah, why? Because Nahash came to Jabesh Gilead and said, if you guys want to live, you have to let me put out your right eye of every male. Every one of you, I'm going to put out your right eye. Can you imagine that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Saul heard it. He's ticked. He should have yeah. been ticked. That's right. That was wrong. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? He went with his men, and uh, he won a great vi uh, victory that day for Jabesh Gilead. And he's like, he cut up an oxen, I think it was, and sent it out there. He said, you guys come to me or be like this, because I'm going to turn my anger at them to, gee, you don't get out here and help me in this battle. And uh, so, yeah, it was, uh, they put a hurting on Nahash that day <clears throat> because he wasn't going to put up with that. Mm -hmm. So to me, yeah, being angry in the right situation, sometimes God is angry. Sure. God is holy. It's not that he's really wrong. But what are some of the silly things that we're getting mad about that maybe well, we don't need to? I think you alluded to it earlier when you said, as an example, me coming from Jefferson, and if I think I'm going to be here. Actually, I got here ahead of time. I didn't know how long I was going to have to wait. Right. So I left, I left work much earlier to give myself more time. But, you know, we'll have those uh, that slow driver to get in your way or a light that doesn't seem to want to change. And we just get so 
sometimes frustrated, angry over that. And you're talking about 30 seconds, right? another minute. And right. it, in our minds, it's almost like a whole extra day. Right. And it's not. And then we blame, you know, we leave home late. Then we blame the car that's going slow in front of us for making us <laughs> late. No, you left too late. It's yeah, not well, their fault. You left with needing the best case scenario. And that means every light changing that's green right. as you were coming through it. And God miraculously <laughs> kind of like parting the traffic lights, if you will, for you. Uh, it doesn't always work that way. I think people get mad at Facebook posts and spill milk yes. and people making mistakes and stuff. They Clearly, there are times where I get angry. I don't need to get angry angry. Mm -hmm. There are things that I, I let that it get to me that I don't need to. And one of the things that we need to realize is we're, you know, okay, so we're going to say about anger. Sometimes it's okay to be angry. Oh, yes. Fight we must when our cause is a, it is just is one of the lines of the Star Spangled Banner, actually the full song. So if you know of all the verses, I mean, that's why, yeah, sometimes we should be angry. Sometimes we should be upset, but we also have a responsibility to control our anger. Oh yeah. And it says that in Proverbs 16, 32, better a patient person than a warrior, one with self-control than one who takes a city. So self-control is more important. It's better to be a patient person than a warrior, one with self-control than one who takes a city. So the Bible expects us to be self-controlled. Can you be self-controlled in your anger? Well, I guess it depends on how you are disciplined already. If you don't have much discipline in your life, it's going to be hard to be self-controlled when you get angry because you get angry. You just, some people are just, when they get angry, they spontaneously just respond and take it out on whoever or however, right. and then come back later and try to make restitution. When if they would have taken that time at the beginning, you know, you, you're going to get angry you know, you have a habit of maybe saying something that you regret later or doing right. something. Take a walk. Right. You know, I kind of get quiet when I get angry. After I said, like you mentioned, I will mention it 50 times. Right. <laughs> Why I'm angry. Right. <clears throat> then I have to catch myself like, okay, you said that 48 times already. Stop. Then I have to take a walk or be quiet. If I get real quiet, most people that know me, they know he must be mad for some He's reason. Mad. Exactly. Because however I want to word it, when I'm real mad, it's just not coming out right. When I'm quiet, I'm ticked. It is you know, not that's coming out right. right. So I have to go somewhere and get myself together. And usually the next day, regardless of whatever it is, the next day I do feel more equipped to deal with it. I don't want to say. Well, okay. So better. you're saying, Hey, you know, sometimes it's better to wait as yes. far as a self-control management tip, right. wait and don't maybe respond right away. Right. Uh, walk away. Mm -hmm. I, I think those are all good things, but here's a comment I want to make on the ability of self-control. You're mad at a kid. You're mad. Let's say at a spouse, you're mad at a friend. I can't believe you're doing, what do you mean doing that? Somebody calls on the phone. Hey, how are you? <laughs> oh, so good to hear from you. In an instant, in an instant, you controlled it. If you can control it with that phone call, I've, I've let me tell that. you something. You control it with that phone call, you could have controlled it with them. Yep, that's right. So you can control it. And that's the proof. Because when the phone rings and you can change your tone in a heartbeat, that shows you you can control mm -hmm. it. It's not this is blind rage at this point. Now, I know for me, again, it often comes from frustration. And you kind of have to know what your trip points are and maybe not. And my, some of my trip points were family vacations, packing the car. Everyone knew it's probably going to be a quiet hour, the first hour, because inevitably I would get, I would have to be the genius to get all these kids, suitcases and everything going for, let's say a week trip, 10 day trip, two week trip, get everything into the, into the trunk of a sedan when we first started. And I'd have it all packed, all figured out. Right. Cause I like to see everything before I start packing one thing. Mm-hmm. 
biggest suitcase of all would come out at the end. I'm like, I thought I just asked. Was everything out here? <laughs> yeah, Dad, everything's out here. Everything's out here. Well, where did this 100-pound suitcase just come from? Did it magically appear? And so I would tell them all the time, please, guys, if you don't want me getting frustrated, just let me see everything at once. Mm -hmm. So I know what I'm doing, and I know how much cramming I have to do in this, in this place. Right. So, yeah, it drove me crazy every time. <laughs> every time. So now you got to drive. Every time. How are you doing then? Well, we're getting there faster. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I, I would just, it's frustration. And typically when you're frustrated, that's when you're in pain. And then anger follows, sarcastic comments, snarky tones, and you got to know to control it. That's all there is to it. Because it says in uh, Psalm 37, 8, refrain from anger and give up your rage. Do not be agitated. It can only bring harm so give up on your rage. It could only bring you harm. Mm -hmm. Is this, and you got to realize this isn't doing me any good for me to be angry, to lose my cool is not going to do me one That's bit right. of good. That's right. You know, my dad had, um, um, sometimes when he had a bad day at work, when he'd come home, we knew he had a bad day at work, right? Now, he never said I had a bad day at work, <laughs> <laughs> but his, his mannerisms let you know. He had a bad day at work. Right. And so you knew to be quiet and <laughs> oh, maybe yeah. stay out of We'd the way. We'd sit down and like wouldn't say a word and just be quiet and let him, let him vent for a while, talk about what, because he might fuss over somebody didn't sweep the floor or do dishes like they were supposed to or something. But you realize he's having a bad day at work. Right. You kind of, you know, let him go through. We never yeah. like. And you walk on eggshells for the rest absolutely. of the time. Right. And, and, and that's what you have to do. And in other ways, maybe he should have been controlling it too. Yeah. Because that, this is the. I guess you would say the tug of war. It's like, yeah, some things are on your kids for aggravating the ever-living daylights out of parents, but some things are also on parents or any relationship you can throw in there. But I, I look at this too. Okay, so let, let's go over. It's not always wrong to be angry. Correct. We're responsible to control it. And then we're told in the Bible this, don't sin in your anger. Mm -hmm. If you are sinning, don't. If you are angry, don't mm -hmm. sin. And here we have it in Ephesians 4.26, in your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you're still angry and do not give the devil a foothold. So I look at that as natural as an anger is a normal emotion, yes. right? But it can be sinful. And at what point does anger become sinful? Well, when we begin to retaliate, we start saying things that are spiteful or we start tearing up stuff. Right. Like people go through these temper tantrums. I mean, adults, I don't even talk about children. Well, they start throwing things and, you know, you, you pay, um, $1,200 for a flat screen TV, you get mad and you smash it. Like it doesn't just automatically grow back. No, those are things that you are getting carried away with. You're way out of the pocket and you are going to regret doing that. Well, I would say when things get broken would be sin. When we hurt people, yeah. they're sin at that time. When I lash out and do something that's regrettable, that's sin. And there are times where you say things when you're angry and it could be the worst thing you could do, man, you keep your mouth shut. If you're angry, you send a bullet out of your lips, out of that mouth of yours, yeah. you're not getting it back. Because once that word is out of your mouth and heading mm -hmm. towards that other person's ear, it's going to be there in a nanosecond. And they're not, and they may not forget it. And that's one of the dangers that we have when it comes to our anger. Do not, in your anger, do not sin. That's do right. not give the devil a foothold because he's looking for it. Mm -hmm. And he can use your anger against you. He can use your anger against other people. And that's where, again, we, we are responsible to make sure that we're not getting out of hand with it. Now, one tip I've learned when it comes to frustration and goal setting, if your goal oriented and your goal gets blocked and you're frustrated, change your goal. Yeah. You, sometimes you could be a, at a town in six minutes instead of five. Mm -hmm. 
maybe you didn't really have to get everything done in the day that you thought you had to get done. You don't like it because you got interrupted. Hey, go with it when it comes to God stuff. Maybe God has another plan for you. Mm -hmm. Don't get angry about it. Be willing to change your thinking because a lot of anger is between your left ear and your right ear. <laughs> Isn't that true? That's very true. And sometimes even when you're talking about being goal-oriented, and you, we mentioned before about traveling, when you travel, um, you know, you want to leave at a certain time, get wherever, and I, I'm the type of person – I like to stop as little as possible. Right. I don't want to, if I'm driving from here to St. Louis and I've done it a number of times, I don't want to stop until I get to Indianapolis. Right. Because I can go all the way to Indianapolis before I have to get gas. And I don't want to stop before then for nothing. Dude, that's a long way. I know, but I can that's do like it. That's like five, six hours. I know it, but you can, I can do that. And so I really, really don't want to stop. I want to be in Indianapolis by a certain time. I'm only going to stay there a certain. It's like being a, a race car driver. You, know, you, start, you make a pit stop and they change or whatever. No, you get I'm, back I'm out with there. you. That's how I am. If no one's I saying just, anything and it's three hours, no one said they have, I have to go to the bathroom. I'm <laughs> heading for four. Now I want my four before I'm stopping. You know what I'm saying? I'm goal-oriented. James 1.19 says, Dear brothers and sisters, understand this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to anger, for human anger does not accomplish God's righteousness. So we're supposed to be slow to anger because it doesn't work the righteousness of God. Mm -hmm. And we're also told in the Bible, in Ephesians 4, if you have that verse, uh, Ephesians 4, 30 through 31, mm -hmm. and it says, what does it say there? Do you have that verse? Um, I do not. That? Yeah, go ahead and pick it out. Ephesians 4, 30. Grab your phone there, and I'll pull that one up. In Ephesians chapter 4, verses 30 through 31, is in a passage where it says, put off and put on. So you start mm -hmm. in 22 and 23. It says, look, put off the old man, put on the new. And then what Paul does is he gives a series of commands where it is put off and put on. And he'll say, put off anger, mm -hmm. right? So we're supposed to put off lying and tell the truth, put off stealing, talk, uh, work with your own hands, put off corrupt talk, put on words to build up, and then we get down to 30 and 31. Right. Would you want me to read 30? And yeah, go ahead. And 30 says, And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, in whom you were sealed until the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and railing be put away from you with all malice. And be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving each other, even as God also in Christ forgave you. Right. That's wow. a great one. That's the put off. Put yeah. off that, hey, rage, yeah. malice, anger, the clamor, put on forgiveness, put on compassion, put on kindness. Yes. That's what you're supposed to be putting on. And that's a way you got to replace that anger with some forgiveness. And what I have found in life a lot of times is this, is that forgiveness is the fire extinguisher for anger. Yeah. And if I'm really angry and I'm, I'm really upset about mm. it, that's how I'm going to extinguish it. Well, does this apply to Cleveland Browns fans too? Ah! <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, if you talk about frustration, man, you're talking about a group that's really, 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 really frustrated because they have a losing culture and now they've been losing a lot. Not that I want someone to be mad at me for saying that, you know, forgive me that if you're mad at us for saying that and kind of making fun of the Browns, then, you know, you have to I'm forgive making fun of them. I'm just asking. I'm well, just I am, asking. but because <laughs> I like the Browns, you know what I'm saying? Unlike you, I actually <laughs> like the Browns Steelers fan, but you know what? You got to put off and put on. And I think that you've got to put off your anger. And that's your responsibility. And you replace that emptiness where the anger is gone and you pack in forgiveness, you pack in kindness. And that's a way to deal with it. So realize not all anger is wrong, but we have a responsibility to control that anger and to make sure that we, in your anger, do not sin and make sure we follow the prescription, put off anger, put on kindness. You've been listening to Way to Go. We appreciate you tuning in here. And Steve, I appreciate you coming oh, in. Oh, thank you. Being Glad part be of the show. You all have a great and blessed week.